Welcome to the Bible in 260 podcast, the podcast that brings you through the entire Bible in 260 days. Have you ever wanted to read the whole Bible but struggled to do so? This podcast is meant to help you do it. With five 15 to 20 minute episodes per week, you will hear the entire Bible read to you. There will also be occasional brief notes to help explain context, as well as a concluding question or thought to consider. So welcome to the Bible in 260 podcast, your journey through the Bible in 260 days. Welcome to episode 33. Today our theme is the glory of the Lord. We will be finishing Exodus today, and notice the last part of Exodus when we get done. We'll talk about the glory of the Lord coming over and into the tabernacle. And then we'll be starting Hebrews chapter 1 today, a new book, and again begins with the glory of God on display. So let's jump in today, Exodus 38. Bezalel made the altar for the burnt offering of acacia wood, seven and a half feet long and seven and a half feet wide. It was square, and its height was four and a half feet. He made its horns on its four corners, its horns were part of it, and he overlaid it with bronze. He made all the utensils of the altar, the pots, the shovels, the tossing bowls, the meat hooks, and the fire pans. He made all its utensils of bronze. He made a grating for the altar and network of bronze under its ledge halfway up from the bottom. He cast four rings for the four corners of the bronze grating to provide places for the poles. He made the poles of acacia wood and overlaid them with bronze. He put the poles into the rings and the sides of the altar with which to carry it. He made the altar hollow out of boards. He made the large basin of bronze and its pedestal of bronze from the mirrors of the women who served at the entrance of the tent of meeting. Bezalel made the courtyard for the south side of the hangings of the courtyard were of fine twisted linen, 150 feet long, with their 20 posts and their 20 bronze bases with their hooks of, of the posts and their bands of silver. For the north side of the hangings, Uh, were 150 feet with their 20 posts and their 20 bronze bases with the hooks of the posts and their bands of silver. For the west side, there were hangings 75 feet long with their 10 posts and 10 bases with the hooks of the posts and their bands of silver. For the east side, toward the sunrise, it was 75 feet wide with hangings on one side of the gate that were 22 and a half feet long with their three posts and their three bases. And for the second side of the gate of the courtyard, just like the other, the hangings were 20 and a half, 22 and a half feet long with their three posts and three bases. All the hangings around the courtyard were of fine twisted linen. The bases for the posts were bronze. The hooks of the posts and their bands were silver. Their tops were overlaid with silver and the posts of the courtyard had silver bands. The curtain for the gate of the courtyard was a blue, purple and scarlet yarn and fine twisted linen. The work of an embroiderer it was 30 feet long and like the hangings in the courtyard, it was seven and a half feet high with the four posts and the four bronze bases. Their hooks and their bands were silver, and their tops were overlaid with silver. All the tent pegs of the tabernacle and of the courtyard all around were bronze. This is the inventory of the tabernacle. The tabernacle of the testimony, which was counted by the order of Moses, being the work of the Levites under the direction of Ithamar, son of Aaron the priest, now Bezalel, son of Uri, the son of Hur, the tri- of the tribe of Judah, made everything that the Lord commanded Moses. And with him, Aholiab, son of Asmach, the, of the tribe of Dan, an artisan, a designer, and an embroiderer in blue, purple, and scarlet yarn and fine linen. All the gold that was used for the work in all of the work of the sanctuary, namely the gold of the wave offering, was 29 talents and 730 shekels, according to the sanctuary shekel. The silver of those were numbered 
numbered of the community was 100 talents and 1,775 shekels, according to the sanctuary shekel. One becca per person, that is, a half shekel, according to the sanctuary shekel. For everyone who crossed over to those numbered from 20 years old or older, 603,550 in all. The 100 talents of silver were used for the casting of the bases of the sanctuary and of the bases of the special curtain. 100 bases for 100 talents, one talent per base. The remaining 1,775 shekels were made hooks, in, in, made into hooks for the posts, overlaid their tops, and made bo- bands for them. The bronze of the wave offering was 70 talents and 2,400 shekels. With it, he made the bases for the door and the tent of meeting, the bronze altar, the bronze grating for it, and all the utensils of the altar, the bases for the courtyard all around, the bases of the gate of the courtyard, all the tent pegs of the tabernacle, and all the tent pegs of the courtyard all around. From the blue, purple, and scarlet yarn, they made woven garments for serving in the sanctuary. They made holy garments that were for Aaron, just as the Lord had commanded Moses. He made the ephod of gold, blue, purple, and scarlet yarn and fine twisted linen. They hammered the gold into a thin into thin sheets and cut it into narrow strips to weave them into the blue, purple, and scarlet yarn and into the fine linen, the work of an artistic designer. They made shoulder pieces for it, attached to two of its corners so it could be joined together. The artistically woven waistband of the ephod that was on it was like was like it, of one piece of it, of gold, blue, purple, and scarlet yarn and fine twisted linen, just as the Lord had commanded Moses. They set the onyx stones in gold filigree settings, engraved as with the engravings of a seal with the names of the sons of Israel. He put them on the shoulder pieces of the ephod as stones of a memorial for the Israelites, just as the Lord had commanded Moses. He made the breast piece the work of an artistic designer, in the same fashion as the ephod, of gold, blue, purple, and scarlet yarn and fine twisted linen. It was square. They made the breast piece doubled nine inches long and nine inches wide when doubled, and they set it on it four rows of stones, a row with ruby, a topaz, and a beryl, the first row, and the second row, a turquoise, sapphire, and an emerald, the third row, a jacinth, agate, and amethyst, and the fourth row, a chrysolite, onyx, and jasper. These were enclosed in gold filigree settings. The stones were for the names of the sons of Israel, twelve corresponding to the number of their names. Each name corresponding to one of the twelve tribes was like the engraving of a seal. They made for the breastpiece braided chains like cords of pure gold, and they made two gold filigree settings and two gold rings, and they attached the two rings to the upper two ends of the breastpiece. They attached the two gold chains to the two rings at the ends of the breastpiece. The other two ends of the two chains they attached to the two settings, and they attached them to the shoulder pieces of the ephod at the front of it. They made two rings of gold and put them on the other two ends of the breastpiece on its edge, which is on the inner side of the ephod. They made two more gold rings and attached them to the bottom of the two shoulder pieces on the front of the ephod, close to the juncture above the waistband of the ephod. They tied the breastpiece by its rings to the rings of the ephod by blue cords so that it was above the waistband of the ephod, so that the breastpiece would not be loose from the ephod, just as the Lord had commanded Moses. He made the robe of the ephod completely blue, the work of a weaver. There was an opening in the center of the robe like the opening of a collar with an edge all around the opening so that it could be so that it would not be torn. They made pomegranates of blue, purple, and scarlet yarn and twisted linen around the hem of the robe. 
They made bells of pure gold and attached the bells between the pomegranates around the hem of the robe between the pomegranates. There was a bell and a pomegranate, a bell and a pomegranate, all around the hem of the robe to be used in ministering, just as the Lord had commanded Moses. They made tunics of fine linen, the work of a weaver, for Aaron and for his sons, and the turban of fine linen, the headbands of fine linen, and the undergarments of fine twisted linen. The sash was of fine twisted linen and blue, purple, and scarlet yarn, the work of an embroiderer, just as the Lord had commanded Moses. They made a plate, the holy diadem, of pure gold, and wrote on it an inscription as on the engravings of a seal, and it said, Holiness to the Lord. They attached it to the blue cord to attach it to the turban above, just as the Lord had commanded Moses. So all the work of the tabernacle, the tent of meeting, was completed, and the Israelites did according to all that the Lord had commanded Moses. They did it exactly so. They brought the tabernacle to Moses, the tent and all its furnishings, clasps, frames, bars, posts, and bases, and the covering of ramskins dyed red, the covering of fine leather, and the protecting curtain, the ark of the testimony and its poles, and the atonement lid, the table and all its utensils, and the bread of the presence, the pure lampstand, its lamps, with all the lamps set in order, and all its accessories, and oil for the light, and the gold altar, and the anointing oil, and the fragrant incense, and the curtain for the tent entrance to the tent, the bronze altar and its bronze gratings, grating, its poles and all its utensils, the large basin with its pedestal, the hangings of the courtyard, its posts and its bases and the curtains for the gateway of the courtyard, its ropes and its tent pegs, and all the furnishings for the service of the tabernacle, for the tent of the meeting, the woven garments for the serving in the sanctuary, the holy garments for Aaron the priest, and the garments for his sons to minister as priests. The Israelites did all the work according to all that the Lord had commanded Moses. Moses inspected all the work, and they had done it just as the Lord had commanded. They had done it exactly, and Moses blessed them. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, On the first day of the first month you are to set up the tabernacle, the tent of meeting. You are to place the ark of the testimony in it and shield the ark with the special curtain. You are to bring in the table and set out the things that belong to it. You are to bring in the lampstand and set up its lamps. You are to put the gold altar for incense in front of the Ark of the Testimony and put the curtain curtain at the entrance of the tabernacle. You are to put the altar for the burnt offerings in front of the entrance to the tabernacle, the tent of meeting. You are to put the large basin between the tent of meeting and the altar and put water in it. You are to set up the courtyard around it and put the curtain at the gate of the courtyard and take the anointing oil, and anoint the tabernacle and all that's in it, and sanctify it and all its furnishings, and it will be holy. Then you are to anoint the altar for the burnt offering with all its utensils. You are to sanctify the altar, and it will be the most holy altar. You must also anoint the large basin and its pedestal, and you are to sanctify it. You are to bring Aaron and his sons to the entrance of the tent of meeting and wash them with water. Then you are to clothe Aaron with the holy garments and anoint him and sanctify him so that he may minister as my priest. You are to bring his sons and clothe them with tunics and anoint them just as you anointed their father so that they may minister as my priests. Their anointing will make them a priesthood that will continue throughout their generations. This is what Moses did according to all that God commanded him. So he did. So the tabernacle was set up on the first day of the first month in the second year. When Moses set up the tabernacle and put its bases in place, he set up its frames, attached its bars, and set up its posts. Then he spread the tent over the tabernacle and put the coverings of the tent over it, and the, as the Lord had commanded him. 
He took the testimony and put it in the ark, attached the poles to the ark, and put the atonement lid on the ark. And he brought the ark into the tabernacle, hung the protecting curtain, and shielded the ark of the testimony from view, just as the Lord had commanded him. And Moses put the table in the tent of meeting on the north side of the tabernacle outside the curtain. And he set the bread in order on it before the Lord, just as the Lord had commanded him. And the Lord put the lampstand, and sorry, and Moses put the lampstand in the tent of meeting opposite the table on the side of the south side of the tabernacle. Then he set up the lamps before the Lord, just as the Lord had commanded him. And he put the gold altar in the tent of meeting in front of the curtain, and he burned fragrant incense on it, just as the Lord had commanded him. Then Moses put the curtain at the entrance to the tabernacle. He also put the altar for the burnt offering by the entrance of the tabernacle, the tent of meeting, and he offered on it the burnt offering and the meal offering, just as the Lord had commanded him. Then he put the large basin between the tent of meeting and the altar and put water in it for washing. Moses and Aaron and his sons would wash their hands and their feet from it. Whenever they entered the tent of meeting and whenever they approached the altar, they would wash, just as the Lord had commanded Moses. And he set up the courtyard around the tabernacle and the altar and put the curtain at the gate of the courtyard. So Moses finished the work. Then the cloud covered the tent of meeting and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. Moses was not able to enter the tent of meeting because the cloud had settled on it and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. But when the cloud was lifted up from the tabernacle, the Israelites would set out on all their journeys. But if the cloud was not lifted up, then they would not journey farther until the day it was lifted up. For the cloud of the Lord was on the tabernacle by day, but fire would be on it by night, in plain view of all the house of Israel throughout all their journeys. There ends the book of Exodus. What an incredible sight of all this beautiful tabernacle, all the gold, silver, and colored, fine-twisted linen and everything else. And then the greatest thing that happens is the glory of the Lord comes upon the tabernacle for all of them to see. And now we continue on with the book of Hebrews, a New Testament book that has a lot of parallels and imagery that comes from the early books of the Bible that we've been reading. And so you'll see this in the reading today and also in the readings to come from Leviticus, how much parallels, how many parallels there are between Hebrews and the Old Testament books of Moses. Hebrews chapter 1. After God spoke long ago in various portions and in various ways to our ancestors through the prophets, in these last days he has spoken to us in a son, whom he appointed heir of all things, and through whom he created the world. The son is the radiance of his glory and the representation of his essence, and he sustains all things by his powerful word. And so when he had accomplished cleansing for sins, He sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high. Thus he became so far better than the angels as he has inherited a name superior to theirs. For to which of the angels did God ever say, You are my son, today I have fathered you? And in another place he says, I will be his father and he will be my son. But when he again brings his firstborn into the world, he says, Let all the angels of God worship him. And he says of the angels, He makes his angels winds and his ministers a flame flame of fire. But of the Son, he says, Your throne, O God, is forever and ever, and a righteous scepter is the scepter of your kingdom. You have loved righteousness and hated lawlessness. So God, your God, has anointed you over your companions with the oil of rejoicing. 
end. You founded the earth in the beginning, Lord, and the heavens are the works of your hands. They will perish, but you continue, and they will all grow old like a garment, and like a robe you will fold them up, and like a garment they will be changed. But you are the same, and your years will never run out. But to which of the angels has God ever said, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet? Are they not all ministering spirits sent out to serve those who will inherit salvation? Hebrews chapter 1 ends there with a question. The question is basically helping us realize again and again that the person that he's been talking about all along here is Jesus, that Jesus is the glory of God, that Jesus is God himself. Thanks for listening to the Bible in 260 podcast. May what you have heard speak to your heart and mind today. The scriptures quoted are from the Net Bible, http netbible.com, copyright 1996-2019, used with permission from Biblical Studies Press, LLC, all rights reserved. Our theme song for the podcast is The Call by Emily Ruth. You can find The Call and other music by Emily Ruth on Apple Music or Spotify or wherever you find your music. You're-